Hey guys, welcome to Simple Saturdays. I am Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. And I am here to drop in and remind you that decluttering your home, decluttering your life, these are important things, these are hard things, and I want to help you keep motivated through some tips with our Simple Saturdays email and podcast. So if you aren't getting the email, stop by simpleonpurpose.ca and just subscribe there, and you will get the full email version of the podcast in your inbox every two weeks. There's usually um, some extra content and pictures that you can't get through the podcast that are part of that. So let's start out with intentional living. Something I get asked often is, what is life on purpose? And when I explain it, I get asked, well, how do I even get started? But I wanna just dial it back a bit before we start thinking about how to even get started. On the website, there's a new post called What I Have Learned About Intentional Living, and I'll link it in the show notes. Intentional living simply means living your life on purpose. To me, it means these things. I'll break them down. First, it means knowing what is important to you. What are your values? What are your visions? What are your priorities? And then it means making choices in line with these things. So how you spend your money, how you spend your time, how you use your resources, and how you use your space. You're going to find as you go along, these choices can be found at every turn in your life. And then beyond that, beyond just knowing what you want and making these choices, it means making choices in how you show up in your life. To me, this is the hardest work. We started out, quote unquote, intentional living with parenting. And I've described it many times. We just sat down, we made this list of what we wanted to do with our kids and the qualities that we wanted to grow into them and raise them with. This list was unrefined. We didn't really question it, but we just started making daily changes and setting plans that were in line with this. Gradually, we would take intentional parenting and move it into intentional living. So we had our own list of things we wanted to do more of in our life. For me, I was struck one day with how complacent I had been with my life. And I was just washed over with this realization that nobody else is going to do this for me. Nobody else is going to make me healthier or make me a better parent or make me a kinder wife or a better friend. Nobody else is going to make me more loving. Nobody else is going to declutter my home. Nobody else is going to do this work but me. Ugh, right? It's just, (laughs) can't I just keep being a victim and being complacent with my life? So over the past five years, I have worked at living my life on purpose and I have learned these five things. The biggest thing I've learned is I'm not a victim. If crappy things have happened in my life and I'm having a crappy day, I still get to decide how to show up. I use God's mercy to guide me in my daily life and his grace to sustain me, but I am still the leader at moving forward in a positive direction. I am not a victim of my life. And I lived for many years like I was. The next thing I've learned is intentional living doesn't come naturally, especially when it came to intentional parenting. It was so hard for me to move to a place that felt so foreign for me to let go of my control and my routines and my comfort and just making decisions that were in line with how we wanted to parent. That work was really hard. (laughs) Like it was the worst and I didn't enjoy the process of growing into it at all. So it doesn't come naturally. Think about the life that you've lived for the past 30 years, all of the habits and the mindsets and the decisions, they brought you to where you are right now. And you can't just say, wave a magic wand and now I'm living intentionally and I'm a brand new person. No, for me, I experienced a lot of wrestling with autopilot, a lot of facing my blind spots and a lot of being really uncomfortable. So it doesn't come naturally, 
but it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means you're changing. And changing is something that you will see as you get into intentional living. The fun thing about it is every year when we sit down to set out our goals, they're just shifted a little bit. We've kind of taken care of last year's stuff and we get to do new stuff. So it's a very exciting thing to be doing and seeing where it takes you. The fourth thing I've learned is that it is a daily practice. Goals are great. Making big things happen is really great. But the real work of intentional living is the daily grind of working through your mindsets and working through your feelings and committing to the priorities that you set for your life. As a mom and a wife, this is the hardest work for me is that constant assessment of my mindsets and my feelings and not just dumping that onto everyone around me. Living intentionally means I'm choosing how I want to show up every day. It is daily practice. And finally, what I've learned is it is empowering. This is why I still do it. This is why it's important to me. The mom, the wife, the woman that I was five years ago, I feel like she's a tired shadow of who I am now. And I'm not saying I'm like this magical sparkly unicorn who has life figured out because I don't. Like just last night, I got in a fight with my husband about cucumbers. It's 12.37 and I'm still in my pajamas, wondering if I'll work out today and getting frustrated with my kids every afternoon at 4.45. Like, this is just the work that is happening in my life all the time. But I feel like I've gotten to know myself better. I feel like I'm more myself than ever. I feel lighter in my home. I feel inspired by the things that motivate me. And I feel like I can handle tough things. It is empowering. So on the blog, stop by and read my story with Intentional Living. I dig a little bit more into how it's looked for us and give you some free resources that you can use to get started for yourself. I'm getting distracted and I can hear my husband in the hallway rummaging and I feel like I've been caught taking a selfie. <laughs> it feels really vulnerable to be listened to while you're podcasting. Anyway, so let's move on to something fun that happened a couple weeks ago. I went on a work retreat slash mom retreat. And my best friend came for the first night and then I was alone for the second night. And I have a post that I'll link in the show notes about um, how our retreat was and kind of what we were doing. What I learned from that is that moms need to do this. And for me, thing that moms would benefit from is you get work done and you get to rest. So I've said it before that moms need quote unquote office hours. And the reason why is because running a home is also like running a business. There is a business side to home management with all of the people and the supplies and the bills and the errands and the appointments. There is kind of quote unquote admin work that needs to be done. And I try to manage it in my day. I have like to-do lists that are piling up and the stack of papers. Things get done when they're urgent, but I just need to find the time to get this stuff done. I need office hours for myself. And my kids, they're seven, six, and four. So I can sneak away for a phone call or an email or whatever, but the four-year-old's going to find me <laughs> and he's going to invade my personal space. It doesn't always work. I could also do things when all the kids are at school. There's a couple mornings each week where I am solo for a couple hours. I could do it then, but I have this rule for myself that I'm not going to do things home alone that I can do when the kids are home. It just helps me keep boundaries to make sure that I am doing these like treasured things with my free time. It's really special to me. Until the kids are all in school next year, what, kindergarten? I don't think I'll have kind of set office hours for myself. So this retreat that I went on was so great for that. 
It blocked that time away where I could focus on the to-do list, focus on the errands, and get some rest and recharge in there. So check out that blog post. I've got a few tips on how to plan out a retreat, even if you're on a budget, even if you feel like it's not going to be manageable for you. There's ways to make it work. And finally, I want to talk about food. So one thing that we have just kind of grown into in our daily life is sticking to what I call a food uniform. The same thing every day. So for breakfast, we always eat the same things, whole grain toast, peanut butter, and jam. Sometimes I put bananas on it, sometimes I put ham parts on it. It's the same. And for lunch, I eat kind of the same three things. I'll eat a grilled cheese and salad, a grilled cheese and soup, or I'll take everything in the fridge and make a quesadilla. I will eat taquitos if they are on sale. But otherwise, having this set kind of menu for ourselves, it just takes the brain work out of everything. I don't have to think about it. I just buy the supplies and I make the food. I buy the supplies, I make the food. And I don't want to become like this cooking robot who feels lifeless about food. That's where dinner comes in. Dinner is fun for us. It's different. We make a plan around it. And then sometimes we just keep it really simple, like a peanut butter and jam sandwich and a smoothie. If Like that's just what life is calling us to. Something that we made last week that I wanted to share with you was a sausage and yam and kale hash and then some chocolate chip sour cream scones. So I've linked that in the show notes. And don't be intimidated by scones. This recipe is so easy. Anybody can make scones. And then you feel all like fancy and British and such. Well, that is Simple Saturday for today. My Fitbit keeps sending me motivational messages to get my butt in gear. So I'm going to go eat some lunch and get on with my day. I'm so glad you could join me today. One thing I do want to leave you with is a request and my request is that you send in your Q&A's. I'm going to be putting together some Q&A's on Facebook and probably on the podcast. So if you have any questions about decluttering, simplifying, intentional living, life coaching, mindsets, if anything at all, just hit reply to the Simple Saturdays email or find me on Facebook or on Instagram and send me a message. What would you like some help on? What can I answer or help you out with? All right, have a great Saturday, guys.